What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Love Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello there, everyone. Uh, today is Monday, and today's segment is That's the Movie, uh, hosted by Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, my dear brother. And if you guys are not familiar with the segment, pretty much Robert just speaks about uh, all behind-the-scenes Hollywood, what's going on with your latest movies, your latest cast, what are casting shows, and um, possibly TV shows that he has any interest in. But, uh, yeah, so what's up, bro? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, what do you have cool. for us? Because we haven't you haven't been on for like a week or so. Yeah, so, there is um, a ton of crap that I was that I had planned for last week, but uh, we weren't able to do this show, unfortunately. But we have last week and this week stuff going on. So, yay! Yeah. Last two weeks, actually. <laughs> never mind. The last two weeks we have to talk about. <laughs> so, anyways. Okay. Cool. Uh, for. Uh, First is uh, the Lego Movie 2. Um, this, I mean, everyone knew it was going to happen, but uh, the movie is being uh, written by the directors um, from the first movie, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, but they won't be directing the movie. Well, at least you know that they, uh, they'll still be writing it, so that's that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, ne- and, and the I next bit really is about like... a... Okay. What, the Lego Movie? Yeah, I know you really liked it, so I guess that's a good thing. I really did love it. I love that movie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next is uh, Interstellar. Um, it, it's it's had its early reviews just released, and it's like three reviews from like Variety, The Rap, and THR. And Variety pretty much gave it just entirely positive review. But most people, the rest, the other the other uh, reviewers have said that it's one of his best movies, but that still has a lot of bad, there's still a lot of flaws with it. But that's the thing about Christopher Nolan. All his Batman movies were great, but they weren't, you know, amazing. They weren't perfect. And that's not what we're asking for when we go to see Christopher Nolan movies. We go to see really awesome-looking movies, but not perfect movies. So, okay. yeah, there so we go. Why do, you, why do you think that is? What is it that, what are those minor flaws that don't make the movie an A+. Plus? Oh, they've they already mentioned him, but you have to, I really want to know because I haven't seen the movie. They already they already spoke about it, but I don't I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, like in, in reference to Batman, for instance, like why wasn't, why oh, wasn't okay. A+. Plus okay, yeah, yeah, movies? okay. Well, specifically, let's say The Dark Knight Rises, the last one that came out. It was a movie that everyone, you know, had really wanted to see, and it did an it did an okay job, but it just wasn't really that great. 
You know, it was kind of every they kind of just start ju- making weird, especially the ending just didn't make any sense whatsoever. How would uh, spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, and if you haven't, you've had time. Um, how did Batman even survive the whole nuclear explosion? Why why are we doing this stupid thing where we have this big villain as Bane, and then now he's not the main villain? We have this chick that's on the side, and she's the villain the whole time. I'm like, that's not really that cool. It was not really that cool. Then Iron Man three went ahead and do, did the same thing, and it just was it just made it even worse. You know, it's there's mm-hmm. there's things that come with Christopher Nolan. You know, he does great movies, but he's not a perfect filmmaker. You mm-hmm. know, and that's all right. That's okay with me. You know, I his movies are good, but they don't need to be you know perfect movies. Okay, they don't need to be Stanley Kubrick. You know. <laughs> Okay. But anyways, uh, so moving on now with the news that I missed that was huge was um, DC released its movie schedule all the way up until 2020, and they've all been announced. So starting with Batman versus, excuse me, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, which releases next wait two years from now, March 25th, 2016. Following that movie in that same year is going to be August. Is going to be a uh, Suicide Squad, August fifth, two thousand sixteen. Suicide Squad is a group of villains of of like DC villains that the government uses as like their sort of like black ops secret, where they use them to make do all their missions and stuff that other people won't do, but they need you know super powered people to do it. So, anyways, mm-hmm. the next uh, the next one following that in 2017, June 23rd, is a uh, Wonder Woman Wonder Woman solo movie, and then after the Wonder Woman movie, we're going to get a Justice League movie that same year, November 17th, and then after that, The Flash, March 23rd, 2018, Aquaman, July 27th, 2018, Shazam, who uh, the villain is being played by The Rock, you know, so that's cool, July 27th, 2018. I mean, no, 2000. April 5th, 2019 for Shazam. And then after that, Justice League 2, June 14th, 2019. Cyborg, a solo movie for him. April 3rd, 2020. And the Green Lantern uh, reboot, I'm assuming, June 19th, 2020. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. And it came out of nowhere when they re- when they announced it. And I'm moderately excited for these movies because they DC has improved itself since The Dark Knight, really. All their movies have just been lacking. So uh, Marvel's pretty much just taken out everything. But yeah, that's cool. One thing I want to mention about the Cyborg thing was that the actor who signed on to play for him uh, had literally no idea that he was getting his own movie. He just knew that he was going to be in, in part of the universe, but he had no idea that in 2020 he was going to be part, it was going to be his own movie. So <laughs> that's pretty funny. But yeah, there we go. A whole movie universe now set up. Well, will be set up. Um, But just to mention that this whole movie universe here has nothing to do with the TV universe. I think I've already said that before. There will be entirely separate. So any actors that play the Flash in in the TV show or the Green Arrow, anything like that, they won't be playing them in the movies. So there's new actors already for all those roles. So, okay. Yeah. Hopefully they make the and, wise choices. Yeah, and now uh, <laughs> more Wonder Woman stuff. Apparently Warner Brothers is seeking a female director for Wonder Woman. 
I'm like, okay, yeah, who cares? But I guess that was news worth mentioning that I, they're seeking a director, and specifically she has to be female. So, cool. More female why directors. Would it have, why would it have to be a female director? Do they feel like... I don't know. It's just, it's just what they want. It's just what they want. Yeah. I guess I guess female empowerment, that's what they want, because, you know, that's what Wonder Woman's all about. So they want yeah, a female director. So. Mm-hmm. I, I just still don't really like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's my only problem with this movie already. Just the yeah, lead actress. But I mean, the, this, this, the funny thing is DC has always been famous for making casting choices that everyone thinks is terrible, but then winds up being amazing, like Heath Ledger being the Joker. It was like, what? That's stupid. And then, he, and then a movie comes out and they're like, okay, I'm wrong. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Until we see her in action, then we'll really know if she's she's good for Wonder Woman. I really have no idea yeah. who they could choose for um, for the director. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. one 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 uh, choice it could be is um, this director, uh, Patty Jenkins, who um, who who was originally going to direct Thor: The Dark World, but apparently. She left because of creative differences. So, oh, for real? there you go. Yeah, <laughs> and there's also uh, actually the mm-hmm. the director from from The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, um, Catherine Bigelow, 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 something like that. Yeah, she she's she could be another one to direct this movie. I mean, she won an Oscar for The Hurt Locker and everything. I don't know how how you know excited she'd be to be a part of this Wonder Woman stuff, but yeah. And even Angelina Jolie. She's directed True. like two like a movie already and she has another one coming out this year, so she can totally uh direct that movie. So yeah, uh now this is about um Jenna Malone. Did I ever talk about this? I think I'm I'm sort no, I never did. Anyways, so uh this is Batman versus Superman news and apparently this is for Robin. In the Dark Knight uh, returns. There was a, it was a story arc that released by Frank Miller, and there was this girl who was saved in the streets, you know, by uh, by Batman, and she decided to be she decided to dress up as Robin and start fighting crime. Her name was Carrie Kelly. She was like this little redheaded thirteen year old girl, and then uh, Jenna Malone, who who's in who's in um, the Hunger Games Catching Fire, she she posted on Twitter a picture of herself, of her hair that's been dyed red, and she said, um, with the caption, drastic times call for drastic measures. But before that, she had been spotted in Chicago where they're filming, you know, the next Batman versus Superman movie, and on set and everything. So, you know, possibility. So that's pretty cool. We might get a female Robin, because there's been, like, so many Robins. Like, just so many Robins throughout history. And all of them just pretty much die, or just or just wind up hating Batman. So there we go. And now this is about the Suicide Squad movie I was speaking about earlier. Um, that Suicide Squad movie, you know, with all a bunch of villains and stuff. And this is all just sort of rumors, but it seems more like it's uh, actually not rumors. It's just the casting a shortlist that um, from Warner Brothers that they have. And this is for this movie, and Ryan Gosling, Will Smith, 
and Margot mm-hmm. Robbie are all in that list. That's okay. pretty cool. I mean, I want to see uh, Will Smith in a good superhero movie. You know, not Hancock, but you know, a good superhero <laughs> movie. Hancock. Yeah. Well, we actually, even not even playing a superhero, playing like a supervillain. And Margot Robbie, she's uh, the blonde, uh, the the wife of the character of God damn it, the Wolf on Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio's wife, the Wolf of Wall Street. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's, I always mess up that, that title, but anyway, Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, she played um, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, wife in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so she's blonde and everything. And Harley Quinn has been a part of the Suicide Squad before. And maybe in the movies, you know, maybe with this uh, with this movie, they'll, they'll, they'll introduce Harley Quinn this way. I know they did. They did, had an Easter egg in, in the Arrow TV show when they introduced the Suicide Squad for the TV show. So maybe she'll be most like literally that's the only person I see her playing is Harley Quinn. So that'd be cool. And, you know, Ryan Gosling, a part of this and Will Smith. I think that's some pretty awesome stuff going on there. And now on to what what were you going to say? I have um what what do you think for um I think you've mentioned this before like in the past but I guess um it's reported that Benedict Cumberbatch is in actual like official talks to be Doctor Strange. I, I mean Yeah, yeah I was actually going to get to that now. There's they released oh, a whole okay. uh, Mar- Marvel released a whole uh, casting shortlist as well for everyone they want and it's it's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting. But anyways, now we're moving on to Marvel. And the first bit of news is just about Ant-Man. They released some uh, some set photos with Michael Douglas and Evangeline uh, Lilly. So it's mm-hmm. nothing special. It's just, you know, them looking at, like they're in danger. So that's cool. And this week, uh, the Avengers Age of Ultron trailer was leaked. And then an hour later, Marvel decided to just say, screw it. And they released an HD version of it. <laughs> And now, now everyone has seen the trailer. It was supposed to uh, come out this week, tomorrow, on on an episode of Ages of Shield. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, October twenty eighth. That was it. That's when they were going to release it. But then, you know, that happened. So now we're apparently going to get extra footage during that uh, during during the episode tomorrow, October twenty eighth, uh, of Ages of Shield. And in the following Tuesday after that. Marvel's going to release something. Um, uh, you know, ABC will air a special called Marvel's Marvel 75 Years from Pulp to Pop, and they're going to have even more old Age of Ultron footage released. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I I freaking love this trailer. I uh-huh. I usually don't. I get moderately excited for all you know Marvel movies when I see the trailers. I mean, when I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, I was like, this movie looks awesome. I'm definitely going to go see it. But <laughs> when I saw this trailer. I watched it at least 20 times. I just replayed it 20 times, like after I, I initially saw it. I just love this trailer, so I'm pretty. I'm really excited for this movie. There's just there was tons of things like nodding towards the comics, and I was like so excited to see what they were gonna do with the movie. So <laughs> there you go. So that's pretty cool. And uh, next bit of news is about the Steve Jobs movie. Um, Steve Jobs movie is a. Uh, is apparently has its lead already. It's the the next Steve Jobs movie, not the one with, you know, Ashton Kutcher that I didn't even watch because it looks so boring and little. But anyways, um I Christian think, Bale uh, had been 
had been rumored to play Steve Jobs, and now it's been um, confirmed. He's playing Steve Jobs, and Aaron Sorkin is writing the script, and Danny Boyle is directing the movie. So that's pretty cool. That sounds like a like a good mix. Makes you want to sort of see this movie. Sort of. Probably not um, in theaters, though. Yeah, I think I'll go running to watch it in theaters. I saw the one with Ashton Kutcher. I thought it was all right. I was expecting something more, but I'm kind of tired with the whole Steve Jobs things already, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I never really cared for Steve Jobs. I never even owned an Apple product, so <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even care. I figured it'd be pretty boring, but whatever. So, uh, now this the next bit of news is about the Mummy reboot. So there's a Mummy reboot of. Some of you didn't know if you didn't know Sasha. There, it's been happening for a while, and uh, 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 I guess a sort of plot, you know, has been leaked. Story details, and oh my God, it sounds so stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> what it is is following a bunch of Navy SEALs, and oh, let me just tell you the main character's name, Tyler Colt. He's a Navy SEALsman. His name is Tyler Colt. That is like the most cl- cliche, like, like white guy main character superhero movie ever. <laughs> like he's just the yeah. main action man. Like I, I already, I can already see how this guy looks. Like he, he definitely has blue eyes and blonde hair, and he's super ripped all the time. And he's kind of like doesn't want to be the hero, but he's just you know, he he's thrust into this and he, he's doing it. He's just doing it. <laughs> But anyways, there apparently he's, a bunch of Navy SEALs are in a, on a mission in Iraq, in the Iraqi desert, to find a group of terrorists hiding out in a bunker. And then they find they find you know the terrorists within the bunker, but they turn out to be just grave robbers who've all just died. So when they enter the bunker, they're dead. And then once they enter the Navy SEALs into the you know the bunker. They also start to, you know, get a little freaky and start to turn on each other because there's some sort of magic crap happening. And and then they realize that the bunker they're in is actually a, like a centuries-old tomb. And then just shit goes down pretty much. Everything starts going crazy. And then um, this one guy, uh, yeah, Tyler, the Tyler guy, the main character, is the only one to, to make it all the way, you know, into like uh, the whole tomb. And he finds a sarcophagus. And then they have, like, you know, Egyptian symbols and stuff. And then once he opens it, I think, yeah, yeah, he places his hand on his sarcophagus. He gets, like, stabbed in the hand with, like, a star shape. And then from then on, he's, like, cursed with visions of, I don't know, the mummy. That's it. So I don't know what the hell that is. I don't think there's actually going to be a mummy in this movie. So... At all. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. I'm but already, like, I don't think there's already, mummies since here. Since the moment you said mummy reboot, I'm like, but why? Why? Yeah, we, nobody wants that. But Universal why? wants like, to do all this crap, wants to do a whole shared universe crap with their movies, and I'm just like, whatever. No. Like, that's it, bro. There's, like, I think filmmakers or, I guess, big budget franchise filmmakers are all out of ideas and they just want to keep like 
like I don't yeah, know, like, that's just, rolling that's just what it in is. the same pile of mud, like you know. It's uh, it's pretty annoying. <laughs> to tell you the truth, and the script sounds like so generic and stupid. Like this sounds yeah. like any other horror movie I've already seen. This sounds like the past ten Exorcist movies that they've come out. That's pretty much what this crap is. Well, remember the last Mummy movie? Like that was pretty whack to me. Yeah, that was. Like that, I didn't even watch it. I watched like yeah. twenty minutes of it, and I was like, "This is terrible." The first movies were okay adventure movies, and you were shooting mummies, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, yeah. it wasn't scary, but it was it was fun movies to watch." But it Jesus kind of, Christ, it, like, it sounds so it. stupid. Yeah. <sighs> well, there it is. Oh, well, So, moving on. So, X-Men Apocalypse is the next X-Men movie being released, and Apocalypse, if you didn't know, is like pretty much the number one threat besides Magneto to the X-Men. He's just like, uh-huh. scary. And he's this big, huge dude, looks kind of like Thanos-type huge, but he doesn't look like him, he's just really big, like Thanos. So anyways, apparently, the an actor who's being considered, and uh, yeah, I'm all for it, is Tom Hardy to play uh, Apocalypse. Tom Hardy, who played Bane in the and the X, I mean in the Dark Knight Rises and stuff. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. And he was actually, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention, he was actually being rumored for Suicide Squad as well. But you know, just rumors. And now you know, it looks like he is the the number one actor being considered to play Apocalypse. So cool. Um, he's playing another villain. Why not? He's really good at it. But the one thing though is that he's uh he's got he's got a few things, you know, got a few movies coming up. Like four or five movies. This guy's pretty busy. Everyone wants him in his movies and I can understand why. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the better actors of this past, you know, like decade. But yeah. Um anyways, moving on. So, uh we talked about the Doctor Strange, you know, stuff, casting stuff, but apparently the shortlist has been revealed, and it's in pretty impressive. Uh, the first one is Oscar Isaac, who was in Drive and uh, Inside Lewin Davis, and mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke, Matthew McConaughey, Jared Leto, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Ewan McGregor, who played Obi-Wan in uh, the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. So these are, these are big-name actors. These are Oscar-winning actors. These are actors that have been... You know, in movies for years, like actors you wouldn't expect to be playing, you know, superheroes. So that's, I don't know, that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is probably the only actor that when was casted as a superhero, you're like, whoa, that's that's weird. Because, you know, he's a big name actor, but I guess it makes sense because he had been, you know, gone for so, so many years. And then Chris Evans was casted, but Chris Evans wasn't really such a big actor until he became Captain America. Everyone sort of remembered him, but he was not on people's radars like like uh like Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And Ethan Hawke and everything, but <laughs> we're getting the 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 short list is pretty interesting. I don't know who's going to actually make it, but I don't know. That's cool. I'd actually like to see Jared no, no, not Matthew McConaughey, fuck that. <laughs> Jared Leto. Jared Leto play uh play a superhero. That'd be cool. And play Doctor Strange. That'd be pretty awesome. So, um, next bit of news is about Captain America 3. 
And this one was actually huge news, and this was like, you know, about a week ago when I wasn't able to, you know, talk about it. I'm sure most people know about it now. But anyways, um, Robert Downey Jr. read the script for Captain America 3, and apparently he just told Marvel that he should be in the movie, and they put him in the movie. (laughs) And now it's apparently going to start. Yeah, it was that easy. Apparently it's going to start now uh, the Civil War storyline. Which, if you don't know what the Civil War storyline is, it's probably one of the best story story arcs in pretty much all of Marvel Universe, and pretty much shook up everything that was happening in the Marvel Universe. And uh, what it was is that after the government decided, after like there was like this big event, you know, superheroes were getting out of control, and they're eventually somebody was eventually going to screw up, and these stupid kids with lots of powers wound up accidentally blowing up. A whole a whole school filled with kids, like an elementary school, and this got all. This just got so many, so much coverage. So eventually, it kind of pressured the government into uh, introducing this act, which was uh, like a superhero registration act. Which means anybody with superpowers had to register. That means they had to uh, they had to forfeit their identity. The government they had to become government employees and work mm-hmm. for the government with their powers. That means the government would uh, would assign them to certain states and where they would work as as, as in, uh, government employees instead of running around doing whatever the hell they wanted. So if they destroyed anything, they would be held ac- accountable for it. So they were using all the superheroes and stuff to, uh, to yeah, do that. <laughs> that's, what that's what they were doing. And a lot of people didn't disagree with it. Captain America was one of them. Like Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man... They didn't want anything to do with that. But Iron Man was all for it. Iron Man, Miss Marvel, you know, every those those type of people, they wanted it to happen. They they believed in it because they knew that it that it kind of made sense and that then started the civil war where you had Luke Cage on Captain America's side and Iron Man just against Captain America and it and it ended pretty badly. It like Captain America died. That's how it ended. So that's a pretty mm-hmm. huge storyline that might, you know, it could happen, and, it, and they said it's the start of the storyline in the you know in the movie universe. So what I'm thinking that it will it'll end. This is just me all speculating, which is the first movie will you know deal with all the Civil War stuff, and mm-hmm. Captain America won't die in this movie. So the movies will continue. Like we'll get you know our Iron Man. Uh, I don't know if we will get another Iron Man movie, but we will get our Thor movie and all these other movies that uh, the movies that take place here on Earth. It will deal with that, you know, so like, I don't know, Doctor Strange or Black Panther movie, all those stuff. They will deal with, you know, the uh, the whole the whole Civil War stuff. And then in space, like in all the space movies, like Guardians of the Galaxy and the, and the Cosmic. So the Guardians will be busy, you know, hunting down Thanos and stuff, trying to stop him. The big purple guy at the end of, from the Avengers. And then somewhere in like Thor, the third Thor movie. Uh, Thanos will will make it to Asgard and take the Infinity Gauntlet from Asgard, and then uh, there was a rumor that apparently Avengers three will be split in half. So that means it will be part one and part two. And what I feel like what will happen was that the first part of the movie will deal with the Civil War and like a final battle between um, you know the both sides of the Civil War, and then right at the end of that first part. Thanos will show up on Earth, along with the Guardians chasing after him, and then all hell will break loose. Well, let's say no. Thanos shows up first at the end of that movie, and that's the end of it. And it's like a huge cliffhanger. And then 
The second part will just deal with all the superheroes trying to stop Thanos, and then just when you least expect it, the Guardians of the Galaxy show up and start helping <laughs> uh, destroy, you know, Thanos and stuff. Uh huh. So that's just me speculating, but that sounds like a huge, <laughs> big budget movie. You know, if Avengers three would be like that, that's like that's thing. That, those are things where you had to pay millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars for actors, just just their paycheck alone. So yeah. That was a lot to take in, but that's just my guess on how they'll do this whole Civil War thing in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I feel I feel like Captain America three will be the one that's like heavy on the Civil War stuff. But all the other movies, you know, will deal with, with um with the Civil War but it'll be in the background. The one problem I see with this, like the really big problem I see with it is that there's not nearly enough superheroes in in the Marvel un- movie universe for this to happen. Luke Cage needs to already have been part of the Marvel universe. Spider-Man should should be in these movies already, but hearing as Sony is more happy, you know, more lenient towards Marvel and they want to have Spider-Man in there, they're looking to it. I'm assuming that he'll get a role and I hope to hell that he does because it'll be so awesome to finally see Spider-Man even though it'll be at odds with Tony Stark, that's okay. Whatever, it'll be cool to see them. Daredevil is it is needs to be there. He, I mean, I know he's getting his TV show next year, but how long would it be till he gets into movies and stuff? Wolverine really needs to be there. Spider Woman needs to be well, this already, Miss Marvel. Well, uh-huh. But Wolverine is already part of you know Fox. Fox owns it, but uh-huh. Wolverine needs to be part of the Civil War storyline because he's a big thing, both with the mutants and just the other superheroes. There's a huge part in it. I was actually going to go back to, to the to the Daredevil comment. Like I, he had, the, he had like the moment that it wasn't used wisely, and it was kind of like a pointless Daredevil movie. <laughs> yeah, so. I know, but that was years ago. That was years ago before yeah. Marvel before Marvel had it. That's when Fox still owned Daredevil. And now what? Mm-hmm. And what, now what I've been hearing from this TV show and everything I've heard about it, it sounds like the TV show is really going to be a good, good take on Daredevil. And I feel like you know, probably by the time the Civil War starts kicking up in the movie universe, we're going to be seeing Daredevil in it, because the creators have already said that everything's connected. So everything that's happening in the movies is happening in the background of the TV shows, or might be a huge effect on t- on certain episodes. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, definitely this 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 needs still a lot more superheroes before this can happen. Because it's just crazy. In fact, even Spider-Man was part of Tony Stark with was on Tony Stark's side, Iron Man's side, for the very beginning of the Civil War. Um, he he uh, he he unveiled his identity and everything in front of like a press conference. But Marvel decided to retcon that whole situation that happened in the comics. Retcon means they just pretty much delete something that happened before. In the in their books or in their comics, it's very common for them to do that. But yeah, they just took out that whole thing, and it was, you know, it was a huge moment, like very huge moment. But they uh, decided to take out that whole part of that comic. But anyways, yeah, Tony Stark. I mean, Spider Man was was part of it at first, and eventually joined, you know, Captain America, and realized that fighting and stuff, you know, pointless. But yeah. Um. It's a lot of stuff. Hawkeye's even in the other side. It's oof. There's so many superheroes they really need to introduce before to do this correctly. But, yep, that was the last bit of news. 
That's it. One thing I wanted to mention, though, was the Constantine TV show uh, released uh, on Friday, and it is actually pretty freaking awesome. I saw the pilot. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's a pretty good uh, show, pretty good episode. Hopefully it uh, it gets even better and better. You know, that was that was quite like a packed uh, synopsis of this past two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. But all I remember is mostly Marvel and, and all that stuff. Most, so, it's um, it's cool. pretty much mostly superhero stuff all the time. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah, that's, that's what it's going to be at the moment. Um, you remember that girl, Gina Rodriguez, that we met at... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she has her own TV show now. Yeah, the whole Jane... Jane the Virgin, like it looks. I mean, I it haven't seen the episode. Sounds terrible. I, I, it was. It's based. It's based on a on a Spanish, you know, novella. But it was. Yes. It's, it's just, it's I'm. Just, like, uh, I'm trying. The I. They're really pumping up the show. I mean, like the one thing on I did Square, hear. I did like, hear one. Radio. I did hear good things about it though. I, like mm-hmm. people are saying, it was surprising. It was like the surprise of the fall, you know, TV season. That it was actually surprisingly good. I mean, it doesn't yeah, catch my attention. I, it just sounds really dumb, but, you know, maybe yeah, it's actually good. Like, yeah, like when I first seen it and the actors they've chosen, like, I, I think they're trying to do the whole stereotypical, like, Hispanic, Amer- like, American Hispanic family and stuff like that. I mean, I haven't seen the show. This is not, like, my official critique on it, but what it seems like. Um, I mean, there has been a lot of positive reviews, supposedly, so, I mean... Hopefully it was good for her. Like that's 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 pretty awesome, and the fact that um yeah. they're bringing new like new faces, you know, to to the TV. That's that's pretty cool too. And and yeah, that's all I pretty pretty much wanted to mention. Oh, dude, the other day I seen this movie which came out in theaters a while back ago. I don't know if you remember if, if me by describing the movie you might know um, the actual name. It's with Audrey Plaza, Audrey Plaza, that she becomes like a, a, a zombie girl. Yeah, life after best. Like life after best. Yeah. Life after best. It's called life after best. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I need to see a movie. I, I have it. I just haven't been able to see it. <laughs> I well, I saw it already, and <laughs> I mean, needless to say that Jesse hated it. He was like, "That's such a weird movie." Um, I yeah, I it's, it's a really it. indie movie, so. <laughs> Yeah, it is. He he doesn't. He's not like very into indie, but it's, whatever. It's a very I, off offbeat, um, you know, sort of sort is. of plot. So it's super off. Like you start watching the movie and it, you're just confused to begin with, and then it's it's one of those movies that you start off confused, but like everything slowly kind of like pairs into the storyline. So it's it's straight. I thought it was like a nice like kind of uh, let's just watch a movie and not think about anything because it's like. Just entertaining, you know. There's nothing really to grasp from the from the movie, just besides the fact that it's another zombie movie. So well, yeah. Well, not really another zombie movie. <laughs> not well, all apocalypse and just brains. No, it's not. It's not an apocalyptic movie. It's, it just happens. It doesn't say. It doesn't show or say why or how or when. But. People just start coming up from the grave and and start showing up in their old homes and and shit like that, you know. So it's just yeah, that's a refreshing, refreshing movie. So yeah, um, we have to like wrap up here. Um, if you can tell people yep. where to. Oh wait, before we go though, um, have you seen any new movies or will you be seeing any this week? No, I have not seen any new 
but I think I do have a screening. I think I do. I think so. Okay. Uh, I had to look it up, but yeah. <laughs> if anything, right, you'll, cool. you'll, I guess you'll wind up seeing it on the channel. YouTube. So, um, I guess, yeah, so we can close up here, tell people where to find you and so forth. Okay, so Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook at the Real Robert H, and on Instagram at Robert Alfonso Dalgo. And then you guys can go on to SashaMarinaShow.com, look up past podcasts and stuff, and um, download our app. You know, Sasha Marina Show app, easiest way to stay up to date with our stuff. Facebook, go like our pages. That's the movie, the Sasha Marina Show. And YouTube, if you want to see uh, more reviews that I've done. I think the most recent reviews I've done is Fury. And uh, Fury's, Fury's already published, right? Actually, no. Okay, not Fury yet. I, I so, kinda, yeah, I kind of fell behind on it since we had to resend it and stuff. But, yeah, Birdman, um, Birdman is a publisher, which was pretty good movie. So check out that review. And, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned with with their, with their uh, channel on YouTube, the Sasha Marina Show, and, you know, things, if you, and subscribe. So if you subscribe, you see that thing. You will be notified when new things are up and so forth. So, yeah, uh, exactly. thank you for your time, Sarah. I'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.